Hello, and welcome to the podcast series, Ready, Set, Game, The Rhetoric of Games, a podcast created by Emory University students in David Morgan's Play, Make, Write, Think class. Over the course of the series, we will approach games as operating within the larger media ecology and attempt to diagram the competing forces at work within that landscape. In each episode, we will play and analyze a specific game with an eye toward its rhetorical situation and the role it plays within the broader medium. We'll focus on the way these games encourage players to think in order to move through them and what sorts of decisions the games force us to make. As we probe the underlying rules of game systems and speculate about what's going on underneath the hood, we'll ponder where they are taking us and to what ends. How do these games encourage certain types of problem solving and learning? What sorts of values do they promote? What sorts of new perspectives do we gain in the playing? So buckle up and come play with us. Since their creation, sports video games have been one of the most popular types of video games for all people of all ages to play. There is no better game to talk about when discussing sports video games than the FIFA series, which produces the soccer video game. I am Michael Merriam. And I am the assistant producer, Greg Lawrence. In today's episode, Greg and I will be taking a deep dive into the game of FIFA 20, the most current version of the FIFA series. We believe that FIFA is the best game to represent the sports video game community. According to FIFA, the international governing body of soccer, soccer is the world's most popular sport with over 265 million people playing as of 2014. Unlike other sports, soccer has the ability to bring people of different races, ethnicities, and cultures together and is arguably the world's most appreciated sport. All you need is two people in a soccer ball and you're set, unlike other sports like American football where you need a large team to play. With that being said, it's easy to understand why the FIFA video game is so popular. People around the world are currently dealing with the global pandemic of the novel coronavirus. COVID-19 has disrupted everyone's daily lives and forced many people to cancel many events and adjust to a new way of living. With social distancing orders in place across the world, people have to find ways to entertain themselves and keep themselves connected to a society without physical presence. All sports leagues around the world, ranging from professional to youth, have put their seasons on pause to help flatten the curve. This means that kids and athletes are unable to participate in sports practices and play in actual sports games at this time. In our opinion, there's no better and safer option today than to play esports games to fill the void of playing sports in real life. Both Michael and I are big sports fans and extremely miss the opportunity to play sports with our friends. Games like FIFA 20 have so far eased the pain of quarantine and kept us involved in thinking about the sport we love. I play FIFA on PS4 and Michael plays on his Xbox One, but it can be found on just about any platform of your desire. We choose to play sports video games over other types of video games. Sports video games such as FIFA 20 simulate a sports reality. FIFA allows us to play with our friends and practice communicating with teammates. People can connect with other players through the game and play each other in live online matches. Players can practice different skills and techniques. For example, a defender may want to focus on their positioning on the field in FIFA, or a striker may want to work on timing their runs down the field to avoid offsides. In a sports game like FIFA, you can control different positions and practice different skills that could show you the correct way of playing in real life. So how do, sport, how do esports compare to real life sports? So I used to play soccer and I used to play goalie. And when I played FIFA during this time, 
I used to play in game modes in FIFA, such as Practice Arena, which helped me decide which side to dive to during a penalty kick. When playing against my friends in the game FIFA, I also had to decide when to bring my goalkeeper out of the goal to grab the ball or if it was too risky. Developing and practicing these skills in the game helped me when I stepped out on the field in real life because it improved my decision making and allowed me to have a better feel of what's going on around me. The game also allows me to look at player ratings after the game to see where and how I can improve, which was very helpful. Greg, I know your favorite sport is basketball. So how does playing a game such as NBA 2K help you when you step out on the court at Emory? Well, playing sports in life uh, is very competitive and any advantage you can get over your opponent is very beneficial. So uh, one method lots of athletes use is they watch game film on their team or the opponent to try and figure out strategies and skill moves to improve their play. So playing NBA 2K is kind of like watching a game film. I get to watch how people would play the defense in a certain situation or what play to run in another situation, which has kind of really helped me visualize succeeding in basketball. And also um, playing NBA 2K, winning, kind of like dominating an opponent, it's just like a big morale booster. If I was struggling in the physical aspect of the sport, I could simulate a win on the on the video game, which is really helpful. Another aspect of FIFA and other esports is that they accurately depict the skills of real life players and teams. My favorite mode to play in FIFA 20 is Ultimate Team. In this game mode, players build their squad by completing different tasks and challenges. Players can build their team by being active in the transfer market, opening player card packs, or upgrading the skills of their players by practicing with them. It gives players total control of how their team is managed. For example, players can select their format and playing style. Real soccer players may choose to make their ultimate team strategy, like the strategy of their team in real life. This keeps players thinking about their actual team and how they can improve. So in a time where real soccer games have been stopped, it's fun to play with top players in the game like Messi and Ronaldo to remember how special they are in real life. Players can play against their favorite team's rival to simulate what a real game would have been like. For example, there's a mode in the game called Champions League mode where you choose a team and you could play through the Champions League tournament, which is a tournament of all the top teams in the world. This has definitely been a helpful game that I've been playing so far to fill the void of watching these games in real life. Over the last few years, the global esports market has exploded and viewership and review has grown exponentially. With people stuck inside right now, esports have to continue to become more popular. Different soccer leagues and organizations that have had to cancel their events because of the coronavirus have created tournaments and games through FIFA 20. They are recruiting professional soccer players to play these tournaments in the game and broadcast them online to fans. For example, something called Friday Night FIFA was created, where pro players play online for fans as, as their real times. Their Euro 2020 tournament was canceled. So a FIFA tournament will be played over the next month to simulate the actual tournament. Could eSports be the new normal? So it's, so it's interesting you say that because recently eSports, before the whole coronavirus, they were actually on the rise and became 
they were becoming much more popular. There was on like streaming services like Twitch, different, and the professional leagues were hosting tournaments with like actual esports players to kind of simulate these real life games. And now that people are not able to play, it's it should grow viewership there and more people will probably catch on and start playing esports if they didn't already. And I know, for example, during this time, like the NBA's created a tournament with all of its top players to play in as well. So that's helped provide some entertainment to fans during this time. And in other sports like NASCAR, there's also showing on television like actual races, but the players are playing video games behind them. So it's really interesting to see how that works and pans out in the future. Um, so in our English class at Emory University, uh, we've been reading the book called Super Better, The Power of Living Gamefully by Jane McGonigal. And in the most recent chapter we, lev we read, the author discussed the power of quests. And quests, no matter their size, can help someone achieve their bigger goals. So for example, if a kid has a dream to play professional soccer and is able to, they should definitely try playing FIFA 20 to help grow their knowledge of soccer and keep them involved in the game as we're all separated. So yes, both Greg and I understand that sports video games will never fill the void of actually playing sports in real life, but they definitely serve as a good way to simulate sports in your life and um, fulfill a little bit of entertainment during these challenging times. So in these times, adjustments need to be made to suit the environment and conditions we endure. Thankfully, we are living through the age of technology, which fills the voids of many things, including playing sports like soccer. We hope you are all staying safe during these times and use video games to simulate a, real, a reality of the real world. I'd like to give a special thanks to the assistant producer, Greg Lawrence, line producer, Winslow Wangley, and last but not least, Professor Morgan, who helped make this episode possible. See you on the FIFA pitch.